0: Art from the Streets is an Austin, Texas-based nonprofit that provides studio space where people dealing with homelessness find a path to self-determination, a sense of achievement, and income through the pursuit of their art. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Anne, your host for season two. Today we return to the Art from the Streets studio to talk to artist John Bosart, who's also known as Orion. He speaks to us about how his creative work is influenced not only by high art but also his faith. Welcome, John. Let's start by having you tell me about Orion.
1: Orion is my persona as an artist in the studio. I like to feel like a different person when I create. You know? right. My artist persona is different than my standard John Stewart Bosser. you know It's not who I am at home. It's a different person, you know.
0: So how did you first hear about Art from the Streets?
1: Well, Art from the Streets had a little flyer in the Trinity Center one day. That's where I first heard of it. it was another artist that um, I really respect had showed me the, the website. And um, I went through some of the photos that they had on there of the artist. I said, oh, I know that guy. I met him on the street. You know, we have something in common. We've We've been through this this community, this little um, homelessness rodeo, if you will. (laughs) Uh, You know, so I felt kind of at home when I saw some familiar faces on the website. Shortly after that, I was, yeah, you know, I think I'm going to go into the studio, see if I can be part of this thing that they've got going on.
0: What medium do you use to create your art?
1: So I went to this high art museum studio in Atlanta, Georgia, got really inspired to create uh, using charcoal and graphite for quite a while. So there's a piece in there that, I, that I'm thinking of in particular where the artist used this sort of dabbing technique. Well, one of the things that I, that, um, I noticed about this piece in particular is that it had more of a color gradient and there were highlights like a light was reflecting on the water it just really allowed me to see the technique and like where the artist's mind was in creating this vision so it was that interesting kind of perspective that inspired me that drew that out of me that that sort of wonder so after leaving the high museum of art um, i started to pick up pen and pencil again uh, once i got here to this to the art from the streets studio. I found graphite and charcoal readily avail- available and um just kind of let let it go, you know? Just let it let that inspiration go that I had been kind of holding on to like, you know, in that wonder and that fascination that I found in Atlanta.
0: What were your thoughts on your first visit?
1: I kind of I felt like my niece a bit. My 2-year-old niece Elena, she's she's my great niece, my niece's daughter. And she would come into my mom's house and she would just have this look on her face she would look up at the ceiling you know like she was just discovering the ceiling for the first time (laughs) and she would just go wow like what is is this all that she's got you know and that was kind of that the feeling that I got when I came in here the first time you know I looked up at the ceiling and I saw these lights and and all the paintings on the wall and it was very vivid very real and it's Wow, you know.
0: When was that first time?
1: Oh, so the first time I was here uh, was about Mm. it's like Saint Patrick's Day of this year. Yeah.
0: Oh, so you haven't even been here that long yet.
1: A few months.
0: Have you sold anything yet, or tried to sell anything? I have sold
1: a few pieces. Yeah.
0: How was that for you?
1: Oh, it's great. It was wonderful to know that somebody just liked and appreciated my art. That was amazing to find out that something of mine had sold. It made me want to keep creating, you know, and to keep coming back.
0: Have you met anyone who bought a painting from you?
1: I've not met any of my fans formally. I may have some secret admirers out there, you know, that I'm not aware of, but um, I would love to meet anyone who's bought any of my paintings. uh, It would be an honor and a privilege.
0: How did you end up living in Austin?
1: Three years ago was my first time here. My friend was working on his master's degree. And when I came here for the first time, I had very little money. I think $300 in my pocket, half of which was used to buy a bus ticket. He allowed me to move into his home and his roommates were very hospitable as well. Um, they gave me a lot of leadway as far as like a start in Texas. And I found the Austin Baptist Chapel the Pastor Mark Smith there is an is uh, amazing man, does a whole lot for this community, and just, um, just a wonderful soul. Getting back to how I got here in Austin, I came here three years ago, I ended up leaving and coming back, you know, something just drew me back. It was like this calling, like, hey, you've got some unfinished business to do in Texas, you know, but it was really just my heart calling me back to the state because it's so beautiful here. The nature, let me tell you, being homeless is not so bad when you got a whole bunch of birds like chirping to wake you up um, and say, hey, look at this beautiful weather we're having. Um,
0: Where'd you come from?
1: So I'm from Florida, uh, Gainesville, Florida. I'm a Florida Gator a fan, but I, I've never played for the team, never gone to the university. I went to Santa Fe Community College, studied nursing there. Yeah, sort of found my way to Texas through through all of that.
0: You mentioned getting help from a church in Austin. Do you have a strong church life or a faith life?
1: I've had a um, a good start with with Christian churches. When I was about ten years old, my sister and I joined the church choir, a Methodist church in our hometown Archer, which is just about. 12 miles outside of Gainesville it's a small town with one red light and a railroad track and that was my foundation for my faith in Christ and um, it's grown over the years I've, I've been a bit of an evangelist I've been curious about other denominations and I was a big part of the unity church community growing up my grandma would take me there on Sundays I found a whole community of people there who weren't even Christian, a lot of them. People from other countries and other religions and other faiths who come to the Unity Church to worship. And I was like, wow, you know, I don't even have to go anywhere, and it's all right here. Um, so that was really inspiring for me as a kid, and eye-opening, and it widened my horizons.
0: Does your faith uh, or themes of faith <sighs> Do they manifest themselves in your art?
1: I think the way that Christ has influenced my drawings is not in what comes, what I draw, like the image, but it's more like the medium in which I use. For example, um, part of the reason that I use charcoal and graphite is um, this feeling that I get from the book of Job where he sits in ashes and covers himself with. a sackcloth and scrapes his skin with broken pottery and it's so it's such yeah it's such a vivid image right and it's like wow he's just really passionate about losing his children and his family and his his livestock and who wouldn't be right like that just tore him down and what else does he have but ashes and pottery and for a while I wanted to do pottery I thought pottery was going to be my thing that really got me into that um into that book, into feeling the way that he felt.
0: So when you say you wanted to feel like Job felt, do you mean as far as the devotion or the suffering?
1: Well, no, I don't, I don't think anybody really wants to suffer. <laughs> um, but yes, of course, the devotion, you know, his commitment. The Lord is just like really testing him. And Job is just firm through it all. Just curse God's name and die, his wife told him, you know, and he's like, no, I will not take God's name in vain. You know, I will not curse his name. I will be faithful to my God first and foremost. And whatever I have to do to make things right with my family and and um, the Lord is what I'm going to do. He's faithful to his God is what it is. And that's just such a beautiful thing in, in this world. And that's, yeah, that's a big part of my inspiration.
0: So how do you think your life is different since you've been coming to Art From The Straits?
1: Oh, wow. You know, it's been a lot different. You know, most days I sort of feel like, like I didn't matter, you know? Like I wasn't being noticed. And that I was kind of just like a being swept under the rug a bit. I knew that I was, you know, I knew that I was better than that. I knew that people just didn't know me, you know. And, and being here at Art from the Streets helps me to see that. To see that people do recognize me. And I and I am valid. and that And that I don't have to feel like I'm swept under the rug because I'm not. I just haven't, you know had that opportunity or haven't really had that validation but now that i have, i'm part of art from the streets i do have that validation and it's a wonderful thing you know when i woke up this morning and i i went to a, a, a walk with my friend michael it was just everything that i see is much more vivid and beautiful i feel
0: since coming to Art from the since Streets.
1: Coming, yes, since coming to Art from the Streets. Yeah.
0: That's saying a lot.
1: It's, it, it is. It's a beautiful thing. Art has a major impact on our lives. I think uh, many of us aren't aware of that. And I, would, I, I, I hope that people can find that in their life because it's, it's a gift. It really is.
0: Thanks for listening today. Follow or subscribe to the podcast to access all the episodes from Seasons 1 and 2. To learn more about Art from the Streets, our artists, projects, and shows, go to our website, artfromthestreets.org. There you can read about the artists, purchase art, and donate to the cause. Until next time, keep reaching out. You never know who might need a hand. The Art from the Streets podcast is produced by Prissy Mancha and Ann Boyd, and executive produced by Teresa Colaluca.